worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Psalms. Psalm 1, beginning at verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Thank you, Father, once again for the wonderful privilege that we have every day of being able to open your word and have a one-on-one appointment with you, our Heavenly Father, the Creator of the universe. Thank you, Lord, for the fact that you'll take as much time with us as we will take with you. And thank you for the privilege of being able to not only receive of your wisdom and your counsel, but your grace, peace, mercy, light, joy, and strength flow into our minds and our hearts as we simply take the time in your word each and every day. Father, more and more, help us to be faithful hearers and doers of your word. And help us to grow in understanding the fact that your word is, amongst other things, the sword of the Spirit and the most It's the most powerful weapon in all the world. Help us more and more skillfully to use this wonderful and powerful weapon wisely every day of our lives. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you so much for listening to our prayers, for responding to our prayers. We thank you for setting your affection on us, that you would love us, sinners like us. God, thank you so much for stooping down to care for us to the point of sending your Son to die on the cross for us. We rejoice in that today, Father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. I want to continue to remind you that when we do share articles on the broadcast, one of our goals is to put share with you, but also to put into your possession tools, valuable discipleship tools. You know, keep in mind, the Great Commission tells us to go into all the world and make disciples. And, you know, uh, it's critical that we start with ourselves, that we ourselves are diligent disciples, discipling ourselves, helping us helping ourselves to grow stronger in the Lord, because that's how we can be most effective in carrying out the work of making disciples as well. So we start with ourselves, but then we start also with our own families, our our spouses and our children. We're to be diligently doing our part to help encourage them in their coming to know the Lord and then growing up in the Lord as well. And so also, and of course, our goal is to from go from there and we can use the Internet as well as just in-person encounters with others to do the work of making disciples. And so as we share about these articles, our hope is that you'll regularly Email us to get copies because that's exactly what they're for. They're ministry tools, tools for evangelism and discipleship. So hope that you'll take the time to do that. Once again, my email 
is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to share this article. Father, anoint the minds, ears, heart, and understanding of every single listener to the broadcast today with a mighty, 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 mighty anointing so that we each will be abundantly receptive to your word and your will and your spirit. Do a perfect work in the heart of every listener. And bless us to bless so that fruit will be produced one million fold plus in the building of your kingdom in the heart of every single listener. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And this article is entitled Kingdom Prayers. What difference did it make that I prayed today? And what difference did it make what I prayed for? Did it make a difference at all? Allow me to respond. I'm glad you asked. It made and makes all the difference in the world because you prayed and specifically because you prayed certain kingdom kind of prayers, which could include the Lord's Prayer, Isaiah's Prayer in Isaiah 6-8, the Prayer of Jabez, Solomon's Prayer for Wisdom, Paul's Prayer in Acts 9-6, etc. These kinds of things often can happen. God will put on people's hearts, excuse me, God will put you on people's hearts who otherwise may not have, may not have had you on their minds. People may seek you out specifically to ask you to pray for or to ask to pray and ask God to give you wisdom for them on their behalf. A unique opportunity for ministry just drops in your lap out of the blue. Opportunities to minister to and bless people come up regularly. These and other miraculous things will happen because you asked. Not only is God willing to answer these kinds of prayers, He's looking for disciples who will pray this way daily, and he'll use them to do miraculous things. The following are several prayers that come straight from the Word of God or that are based on the Word of God. I would encourage and challenge you to pray these uh, few prayers daily. And as you do, God will use you more and more to be a much greater blessing to the world because you asked him to. And this initial prayer is a prayer for salvation, and uh, we're... uh, If you're listening and you've never accepted Christ, we invite you to pray it with us now. If you're a believer, you can pray it as a rededication prayer. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I recognize I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent of my sins and I turn from them completely by faith. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. I do believe that you died on the cross to pay for my sins, and I believe that three days later you rose from the dead so that I could be saved. Thank you, Lord, for loving me enough to die for me. Lord Jesus, come anew into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. Make me the person that you would have me to be. You said in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord Jesus, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. And I now confess I'm a child of God. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. The next prayer is the Lord's Prayer. Let's pray it together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. The next one is the prayer, the third prayer listed is the prayer of Jabez. Lord, thank you for each and every one of us listening today. Lord, bless each and every one of us indeed. Expand each of our territories. Place your hand anew upon each one of us. Keep us from evil that we may not cause pain. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. The next prayer is praying the Ten Commandments. Lord, thank you for all those persons listening today. Thank you for us as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and thank you for us as a nation. Help us individually and as the church and as a nation to put you first. Help us, Lord, to make no graven images. Help us, Lord, to not take your name in vain. Help us, Lord, to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help us, Lord, to honor our fathers and our mothers. Help us to not murder. Help us to not commit adultery. Help us to not steal. Help us to tell the truth. Help us to not covet. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Now let us together pray Psalm 91. Father, thank you, Lord, for every believer listening, and thank you for those we've lifted up earlier today. Lord, today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today I say to the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the foul snare and from the noisome pestilence. You cover us with your feathers and under your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. Because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high habitation, no evil will befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us all our ways. They bear us up in their hands, lest we dash our foot against a stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent we trample underfoot. Because we have set our love upon you, therefore you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us. With long life you satisfy us and show us your salvation. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we only shared some of the prayers that were part of this article. But again, if you'd like to get a copy of it, it's entitled Kingdom Prayers. Simply email, email me at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Let me remind every single listener in particular, this is a tool that I would encourage you to take the time to pray through every day. It may take you around maybe seven or so minutes to pray through them, but it's a very fruitful prayer tool. And keep in mind, one of the things I've learned over the years as a pastor is that basically everyone could use help in their prayer life. Everyone could use strengthening their prayer life. And Prayer tools like these are actually wonderful tools to help us to strengthen our prayer life and help us to pray effectively because, obviously, the wisest way to pray all the time is to pray according to the Word of God. So, again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net if you'd like to get a copy of the article entitled Kingdom Prayers. Now, let me emphasize in particular, I want to remind and encourage you, every individual listening, Pray, especially if you don't manage to pray all of them, at least pray Psalm 91 every single day. And one of the reasons why I would really emphasize that is because, again, the world we live in is such a dangerous, crazy world. 
and no one can protect us like the Lord can. So keep in mind, praying it every day and standing on the, the wisdom and the power of Psalm 91 every day is such a wise thing to do because God in his grace, his power, his angels, God knows he's more than able to protect us from whatever harm or danger may try to come our way. How important it is that we do our part. What is our part? Our part is taking the time to pray and stand on Psalm 91 every single day. And parents, I would challenge and encourage you as a wise parent, incentivize your children, give them, uh, uh, encourage them, tell them you'll give them $9.10, $10, whatever, to memorize Psalm 91 and begin to guide and help them to get into the habit of praying it every day because one day they're your child praying that may very well be the tool God uses to save their life and maybe the lives of their classmates as well. Again, the world is a dangerous place in so many ways, but keep in mind, and keep in mind, our children and our grandchildren step out on the same battlefield you and I step out on every single day. The devil doesn't see our children as being beautiful or cute, anything else. A picture of what the devil thinks of our children can be seen in abortion. He wants to destroy our children, but remember, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So I would encourage your parents, come up with a way to motivate them to memorize Psalm 91 and encourage them to begin to pray it every single day. Father, thank you for every believer listening. Thank you for your hand of grace upon each and every one of us, Father. Father, anoint us all afresh with the spirit of prayer. Empower, empower us to be the praying church you'd have us to be and praying individual disciples you'd have us to be. Father, Thank you for our prayer lives. Set our prayer lives on fire with your Holy Spirit in a fresh and mighty way in the name of Jesus, Lord. Bless our prayer lives indeed. Expand their territories. Cause your hand to be mightily upon them. Keep them from evil. They may not cause pain. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back.
Fred Hammond with You Are the Living Word. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We'll be getting in just a few minutes to reading through the Word, but take time to go ahead and pray through some more of the prayers from the Kingdom Prayers article. The next one on the fifth prayer is entitled A Daily Prayer for Wisdom. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, on this day, give me the wisdom to be the individual that you'd have me to be. Help me, Lord, and guide me by your Holy Spirit to be and do the best I can be. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. The sixth prayer is what you could call Isaiah's prayer found in Isaiah 6, chapter 8. Here I am, Lord. I'm available today. Send me this day to do your will in the name of Jesus. The seventh prayer is a prayer similar to a prayer the Apostle Paul prayed. Uh, soon after he was saved. Here I am, Lord. What would you have me to do this day? In Jesus' name, amen. The eighth prayer is a prayer based on a prayer similar to what a prayer Jehoshaphat, King Jehoshaphat prayed in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12. Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Deliver us from this present evil and the evil one. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And then the final prayer, the tenth prayer listed, uh, is sometimes maybe referred to as Aaron's blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Found in Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 27. We now pick up reading through the Word of God in the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 32, beginning at verse 36. For the Lord will judge his people and have compassion on his servants when he sees that their power is gone and there, is no, and there is no one remaining, bond or free. He will say, Where are their gods, the rock in which they sought refuge? Who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offering? Let them rise and help you and be your refuge. Now see that I, even I, am he, and there is no God besides me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. Nor is there any who can deliver from my hand. For I raise my hand to heaven and say, As I live forever, if I whet my, glisten, my glittering sword and my hand take hold on judgment, I will render vengeance on my enemies and repay those who hate me. I will make my arrows drunk with blood and my sword shall devour flesh with the blood of the slain and the captives, from the heads of the leaders of the enemy. Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants and render vengeance to his adversaries. He will provide atonement for his land and his people. So Moses came with Joshua the son of Nun and spoke all the words of this song in the hearing of the people. Moses finished speaking all these words to all Israel. And he said to them, Set your hearts on all the words which I testify among you today, 
which you shall command your children to be careful to observe all the words of this law. For it is not a futile thing for you, because it is your life. And by his word you shall prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to possess. Then the Lord spoke to Moses that very same day, saying, Go up this mountain to the Abarim, Mount Nebo, which is in the land of Moab, across from Jericho. View the land of Canaan, which I give to the children of Israel as a possession, and die on the mountain which you ascend, and be gathered to your people, just as Aaron your brother died on Mount Hor, and was gathered to his people. Because you trespassed against me among the children of Israel at the waters of Meribah Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin, because you did not hallow me in the midst of the children of Israel, yet you shall see the land before you, yet you shall see the land before you, though you shall, though you shall not go there into the land which I am giving to the children of Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 33. Now this is the blessing with which Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. And he said, The Lord came from Sinai and dawned on them from Seir. He shone forth from Mount Paran, and he came with ten thousands of saints. From his right hand came a fiery law for them, Yes, he loves the people. All his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. Everyone receives your words. Moses commanded a law for us, a heritage of the congregation of Jacob. And he was king in Jeshurun. When the leaders of the people were gathered, all the tribes of Israel together, Let Reuben live and not die, nor let his men be few. And this he said of Judah. Hear, Lord, the voice of Judah, and bring him to his people. Let his hands be sufficient for him, and may you be a help against his enemies. And of Levi he said, Let your Thummim and your Umim and your Urim be with your Holy One whom you tested at Massah, and with whom you contended at the waters of Meribah, who says of his father and mother, I have, I have not seen them, nor did he acknowledge his brothers or know his own children, for they have observed your word and kept your covenant. They shall teach Jacob your judgments and Israel your law. They shall put incense before you and a whole burnt sacrifice on your altar. Bless his substance, Lord, and accept the work of his hands. Strike the loins of those who rise against him, and of those who hate him, that they rise not again. Of Benjamin he said, The beloved of the Lord shall dwell in safety by him, who shelters him all the day long, and he shall dwell between his shoulders. And of Joseph he said, Blessed of the Lord is his land, with the precious things of heaven, with the dew, and the deep lying beneath, with the precious fruits of the sun, with the precious produce of the months. 
with the best things of the ancient mountains, with the precious things of the everlasting hills, with the precious things of the earth and its fullness, and the favor of him who dwelt in the bush. Let the blessing come on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him who was separate from his brothers. His glory is like a firstborn bull and his horns like the horns of the wild ox. Together with them, he shall push the peoples to the ends of the earth. They are the ten thousands of Ephraim, and they are the thousands of Manasseh. And of Zebulun, he said, Rejoice, Zebulun, in your going out, and Issachar in your tents. They shall call the peoples to the mountain. There they shall offer sacrifices of righteousness, for they shall partake of the abundance of the seas and of treasures hidden in the sand. And of Gad, he said, Blessed is he who enlarges Gad. He dwells as a lion and tears the arm and the crown of his head. He provided the first part for himself because a lawgiver's portion was reserved there. He came with the heads of the people. He administered the justice of the Lord and his judgments with Israel. And of Dan, he said, Dan is a lion's whelp. He shall leap from Bashan. And of Naphtali, he said, O Naphtali, satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord, possess the west and the south. And of Asher, he said, Asher is most blessed of sons. Let him be favored by his brothers, and let him dip his foot in oil. Your sandals shall be iron and bronze. As your days, so shall your strength be. There is no one like the God of Jeshurun, who rides the heavens to help you, and in his excellency on the clouds, the eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. He will thrust out the enemy from before you, and will say, Destroy. Then Israel shall dwell in safety, the fountain of Jacob alone, in a land of grain and new wine. His heavens shall also drop dew. Happy are you, O Israel. Who is like you, a people saved by the Lord, the shield of your help? And the sword of your majesty, your enemies shall submit to you, and you shall tread down their high places. Deuteronomy chapter 34. Then Moses went up from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo, to the top of Pisgah, which is across from Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land of Gilead as far as Dan, all Naphtali, and the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the western sea, the south and the plain of the valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land, this is the land of which I swore to give Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I've caused you to see it with your eyes, but you shall not cross over there. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, 
died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in a valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor. But no one knows his grave to this day. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes were not dim, nor his natural vigor diminished. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses ended. Now Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands on him. So the children of Israel heeded him and did as the Lord had commanded Moses. But since then there has not arisen in Israel a prophet like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, in all the signs and wonders which the Lord sent him to be which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt, before Pharaoh, before all his servants, and in all his land, and by all that mighty power and all the great terror which Moses performed in the sight of all Israel. End of the book of Deuteronomy. The book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Joshua 1, starting at verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people to the land which I am giving to them, giving to them the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory." No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Verses 1-9 through nine of Joshua chapter 1. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're reading through the Word of God. We'll be back. time. 
Music from Covenant Church with Let My Heart Dance. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the New Testament, the Gospel of John, chapter 10, beginning at verse 22. Now it was the Feast of Dedication in Jerusalem, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then then the Jews surrounded him and said, to him, how long do you keep us in doubt? If you are the Son, excuse me, if you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you do not believe, because you are not of my sheep, as I said to you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works I have shown you from my Father. For which, of the, for which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, You are gods? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him, whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming, because I said, I am the Son of God? If I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do, though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know that that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. Therefore they sought again to seize him, but he escaped out of their hand. And he went away again beyond the Jordan to the place where John was baptizing at first. And there he stayed. Then many came to him and said, John performed no sign, but all the things that John spoke about this man were true. And many believed in him there. John chapter 11. 
Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was that it was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through, through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get well. However, Jesus spoke of his Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest in sleep. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Am, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Then Thomas, who is called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. So when Jesus came, he found that he had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away. And many of the Jews had joined the woman, and many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Now Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. And when she had said these things, she went her way and secretly called Mary, her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, 
she is going to the tomb to weep there. Then, when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again groaning in, excuse me, then Jesus again groaning in himself came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came outbound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. Then many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen the things Jesus did believed in him. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things Jesus did. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, What shall we do? For this man works many signs. If we let him alone like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them, Caiaphas, being high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all, nor do you consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people, and not that the whole nation should perish. Now this he did not say on his own authority, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for that nation only, but also that he would gather together in one the children of God who were scattered abroad. Then from that day on, they plotted to put him to death. Therefore Jesus no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went on from there into the country near the wilderness to a city called Ephraim, and there remained with his disciples. And the Passover of the Jews was, was near, and many went from the country up to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. Then they sought Jesus and spoke among themselves as they stood in the temple. What do you think, that he will come to the feast? Now both the chief priests and the Pharisees had given a command that if anyone knew 
where he was, he should report it that they might seize him. John chapter 12. Then, six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Verses 1 and 2, John chapter 12. As we normally do before we, before we end the broadcast, if, if you happen to be listening today and you've never made the all-important, the eternal decision of inviting Jesus Christ to come to your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a good day to make that very, very important decision. If you'd like to fully commit your heart and life to the Lord now, would you simply from your heart pray this prayer with me right now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived, you died on the cross to pay for all the sins and all the wrong things I've done. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved and have eternal life. Lord, I confess I've sinned. I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, by faith, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the Word of God, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me, fill me with your Spirit. Help me to follow you all my heart for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, and Lord, help me to pray every day. Help me to read your word every day. Help me to live your word every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to connect with you, to be in touch with you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please get in touch with us. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We do hope to hear from you again, joseph at afr.net. Also, if you'd like to get a copy of the article that we shared earlier entitled Kingdom Prayers, we're glad to share that as well. Same email. Simply email me and ask for the Kingdom Prayers article, joseph at afr.net. Thanks for listening. Hope that if you're not already reading three chapters in your Bible every day, you'll start that important habit today. Hope you'll do that. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.